Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, welcome out to the Monsters Mornings on Real Radio 104.1. Tomorrow, you can see Dirty Jim at the PGA Tour Superstore. Yes. He'll be there from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. A great place to go and do some Christmas shopping for someone in your family that loves golf. It's got like a huge fifteen hundred square foot putting green, seven state of the art like you know like the simulators where you can eight a.m. to ten p or ten at ten a.m. So uh, come check me out. All right, uh, Sweet Lou is here from Jacobs and Goodman. It's uh, time for uh, you be the lawyer. Uh, quickly for people that maybe didn't catch the uh, the letter, just read yeah, the letter again. So see, I'll paraphrase it. Are you ready? Think of w- what you would do if you were a lawyer, or if you think you can even do anything. So three dogs. Um, basically, the big dog Jupiter is a uh, show dog that they breed. It's a Great Dane. A Great Dane. Yeah, beautiful uh, they're, dog. They were in an accident caused by a drunk driver who was uninsured. Uh, all the dogs were killed. Uh, there's no bodily injury covered on uh, bodily injury coverage on the drunk. Uh, Jupiter was a show dog. Uh, they were paid for breeding fees, stud fees. Uh, that they did not claim on their income tax. So, they, like you said earlier, they can't prove mm. that they made money with the dog. But they, but the reason why they say that they never filed for taxes uh, on the dog is because they never really made any money. Mm-hmm. Although the dog got fees, it just covered the expense of of having the dog. Mm. Uh, they said the cost of burying the dogs and the vet fees turned out to be over a th- or you know a thousand dollars plus, and uh, she can't get an attorney to even talk to them. They said even though the other dogs are just kind of mutts, they were still very important to the family. Mm-hmm. And her her quote is, "I can't believe somebody doesn't owe us something here." It says, "Help me out." Um, uh, Monica in St. Cloud. I'm sure it's very emotional, but um, it sounds to me, I mean, look, I would think that you don't have much recourse here. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I'm just thinking that uh, if, you, if you don't have special insurance, like you were saying earlier about um, having an umbrella policy or whatever, I don't know if, I mean, I don't know if anything will cover this. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if the tax stuff even matters because I mean, again, if you're not proving it, you can't. I mean, if you don't have proof of, it, you can't just say, "Well, I made ten grand on this dog," you know, just two days ago. Where's your proof? Well, I don't really have any. Yeah. You know, um, I think that comes into play. The uninsured motorist thing. I don't know. I think sometimes your policy has a coverage for that. If you have uninsured motorists, uh, you'll be covered, and I think that would take care of the vet fees. That's the only thing I can think. Is if she has uninsured motorist coverage on her policy, mm-hmm. which is one of those boxes the guys tell you to almost always check, mm-hmm. uh, that I think maybe that will take care of it. Angel, any uh... I, again? I go back to the analogy I made earlier. It's I mean, you own a classic car. It's on you, the owner of the classic car, to make sure you have the proper insurance for that thing. You've put the money into it. You only know the value, and there's specific kind of car insurance companies that will insure that. Why would you not, if you make a, even a little bit of money off of uh, stud fees or whatever off of this dog, and you know the value of your dog, why would you not protect it? And you've even let us know that you, you know, you're, yeah, you've you're, made, not, you're not claiming it because uh, for whatever reason. So because no I don't, I mean, I don't, I do courts recognize dogs? Do they recognize pets? Well, I, I mean, just, yeah, I guess when you claim it's a show dog, I mean, you would have. You it's know, an asset. It's a. It's a. Yeah, no question. A but, way of, of making. But how do you even prove it's an asset? 
It's like having your car, your your home broken into, and they go, "What was stolen?" And I'm like, uh, "What do you mean, what was stolen?" Well, Everything. Give us a list of stuff that was stolen. Oh, well, I had a 1965 Les Paul. You start making stuff up, giant diamond rings. You have to have some proof. That's why they always tell you to take pictures of your assets and stuff. All right, all right, Sweet Lou. Uh, uh, how well or how bad did we do? Uh, oh. Pretty good, actually. Overall, I think pretty good. Yeah. Uh, my own dog is home listening to this too. <laughs> I'm <right>. sure, <laughs> and she's worried. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but really, what kind of, what kind of dog do you have? We have a whole wheat terrier. Oh, okay. These are beautiful. We have, we have one dog. Glenn's got three or four dogs. Harry's got a dog. Yeah. We all love dogs. Yeah. Which, who doesn't, right? Right. But the point being, as you guys have pointed out, uh, the monetary value of a dog for pain and suffering is, is nil. doesn't exist. So UM, uninsured motorist, wouldn't come into play. What I do think would come into play, because this person has no bodily injury coverage, which in Florida, people should remember... You're not required to carry bodily injury coverage, hmm. which is dumb, but we don't require it. But you do have to carry property damage liability. So the dogs, at least the disposal fee on the dog, would be covered under that PD coverage. Hmm. Wow. But this person may well have that. The lack of bodily injury does not mean it's not uh, property damage liability coverage. There probably is. However, the value of the show dog is based on intrinsic value. Can you prove the dog's asset value? Which you might be able to prove some asset value. Right. To place that dog, if it's really a show dog, could be thousands of dollars. Yeah. I think they're entitled to that for the value of the actual dog. So, so Lou, is it like, a, like let's say I was running around, I, went, I just went Christmas shopping, and I bought like a really expensive laptop or a piece of glass or, you know, like a, you know, like a crystal vase or something like that, and I got in a car wreck, and then the car wreck, the glass or the, the computer was broken. I mean, is it kind of like that? Like, that's an asset. It's part of the car. I get reimbursed for that, even though it was, you know, it's not the car itself. Right. Is that, I mean, is that kind of the same thing or no? It's similar because you're entitled to what the law calls fair market value to replace what you've lost. And with the show dog, I think you would be entitled to be compensated for the cost you have to replace the, the property itself. It doesn't cover pain and suffering or your emotional uh, Distress. attachment. Well, yeah. yeah, exactly. It doesn't cover that. So that's a big no, but there would be coverage for, I think, in effect, and some value of the dog itself. Hmm. Yeah, and because I mean, people, show dog. And, people, the, and the other two dogs, the Cain and Abel, the ones that were like mutts. There's no just, there's just you're out of luck, right? I think the property damage portion of that of that uh, policy would still cover the burial fee. Taxi service is saying, man, they um, like one guy just texted and said, "Hey, man, I paid eight hundred and fifty dollars to have my dog made, uh, you know, to get my dog impregnated by you know by a show dog." Oh, so I mean, those fees. I don't know how often you can do that. I mean, if you can run a dog out like uh, you know twice a week, once a week, once a month. I mean, I don't know how it goes. So. I mean, there's some money to be made long term. Great Danes, even though they only live eight to ten years. I mean, how many times could you breed a dog in eighteen eight to ten years? Well, technically, a, a male dog could breed every day, couldn't they? I don't know. I, would th- I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I would think so. I don't know I, what the recovery time is. Well, the thing is this: it, it, you, <laughs> recovery time. Well, yeah, just scientifically, you want to make sure that when you charge somebody eight hundred bucks, that you're getting everything the dog has to offer. <laughs> this is gross, right? <laughs> More than I, somewhat. <laughs> I'm just curious about – that's a good question, though. If you have a, a dog really? that's, that's a, a breeding dog, can they breed, like, every yeah. 10 minutes? Or? No, no, no. So let's say if I breed him on day – like, breed him on Monday and right. I get my 850. 
I would think it would be at least Wednesday or Thursday before yeah. he built up enough uh, pregnating power. If, um, if I'm getting eight fifty for him to breed, he's going back out that night. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a lot of money. Dog, hey, dog, come on, Russ Rollins, dog pimp. <laughs> Oh, uh, anyway. So anyway, uh, so, so this took a turn. So basically, the woman does have some recourse. She's going to at least uh, get, although she won't get money for the pain and suffering of losing their dogs, they will get reimbursed for the thousand bucks to have to dispose of the dogs. Yeah, as, well, yeah, that as well. I think the intrinsic value the show dog would have to replace the dog. Yeah. Oh wow. So plus money to buy another dog equal or, or lesser to the value of comparable dog. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Very right. good. So, would, I mean, so I guess the, what the lesson here is that it, stuff like that, would you go out and seek proper insurance for it? Well, that's a good question. That would be what's called a specialty line. And certain things insurance carriers don't want to insure. Gotcha. As they know, it's a losing proposition. I don't think you can buy uh, without going to a specialty line like Lloyd's of London for a real high-end show dog. Yeah. Yeah, but you, you, but if you know that you transport something like that all the time, maybe even uh, maybe even another person with a special need or whatever, and you know that you're on the road with those people a lot because you're their primary uh, way of getting around. I mean, I would think that you would have to have something like a rider or maybe a a, a, a clause in your in your contract to cover something like that. And what about like a well trained seeing eye dog or a dog that uh, is oh. trained to, to get uh, drugs and stuff like Four that? Four or five thousand dollars to train those things, right? So More. Yeah. so if it, can you get insurance for something like that? Well, I think it's a different category, and you can always buy insurance for anything. But a specialty line like the dog or the C&I dog, uh, you can't call your local good neighbor or your local farm bureau agent and get that. You have to go through a specialty agent for that. Mm, okay. It All would right. be expensive, too. It wouldn't be cheap. Oh. So if you ever need information like this, obviously the guys over at Jacobs and Goodman can help you out all the time. Lou and Glenn uh, and even Harry and those guys take all those calls to make sure that you guys are checking out the right boxes on your insurance policy. And if you have a question like this where you think you're screwed, well, sometimes you necessarily you're not like that. You shouldn't listen to laymen. You should always consult professionals. The cool thing about Jacobs and Goodman is you'll never talk to a caseworker who could be uninformed and lead you down a really bad, expensive road. You'll always get one of these attorneys who take the time to research the problem to give you the right answer the first time, every time. Sweet Lou, tell us about your uh, uh, your, your favorite football team. Tell us about the Packers. Oh, we are in a, a major dude. role right now. Yeah. <laughs> I figured you want to brag a little bit. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're going, well, I do. Yeah. We are going to Buffalo, but we like Buffalo. We like cold <laughs> weather. Right. We want snow. We want more of that. Rogers is playing at a super, yeah. super high level. At the moment, we're... I think we're number one. So yeah, that's I mean, they, good news. they just asked Matt Stafford, you know, who's a quarterback for the Lions, and you know, one of these guys who you know people think that with the right run could really become a special player. What he thought about what Aaron Rodgers was doing right now, and he was just like mm, otherworldly. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe, the guy is yeah, otherworldly. He does not throw picks. I used to love to watch Brett Favre play, and the way Favre is more exciting because. He threw a lot of picks. He was a gunslinger. He, he, there was nothing he didn't think he could accomplish. Exactly. That's exactly right. So with Rodgers, you can relax. Yeah, he's like a surgeon. The guy is really, yeah. really, Interesting really stat. good. Interesting stat. I don't know if you guys saw, uh, read this about uh, Rodgers. Two interceptions so far this season, right? 
the the picks that happened, one bounced off of receiver's hands and landed into uh, 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 defender's uh, hands. The other one was tipped. And uh, both both scenarios, not necessarily his yeah, fault. Like threw a bad pass or exactly. uh, somebody or ran a bad, bad route. Or, or made a bad call, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, but if you want to get a hold of these guys over Jacobs and Goodman, 1-800-JACOBS-NOW. That's 1-800-JACOBS-NOW. You can get them online at jacobsandgoodman.com. There is no bad question. I mean, it, don't bother with that. There is no bad question. Let these guys help you out. They uh, they love doing it. Sweet Thanks, Lou. Lou. Uh, uh, are you coming in here next week, or will it be God? Uh, It'll be Mr. Claus. All right, so we're not going to see you for the holidays. Happy have a, holidays, Have an everybody. incredible uh, holiday season, Great. and uh, you know, always enjoy having you come in, always. and look forward to having you come back in 2015. Look forward to it. All right, you're listening Thanks, to the Monsters Morning. See you, Lou. Yeah, Christner's is like one of the best steakhouse in town. That's uh, well, we're gonna go fancy. That's where we go. It's nice here. Run the spots on the, on the station. Love Christmas. Man, I haven't heard that in years. Yeah, Christmas is good. Legendary. Who is, who is this? Depeche Mode? No, no, no. It's um. New Order? New Order. New Order. Okay. Welcome back to the Monsters Morning. Drill Radio 104.1. And we are broadcasting live on iHeartRadio. That's our uh, that's, uh, way to, like a little <laughs> application you can put on your phone and yeah, Depeche Mode doesn't exist uh, if uh, New Order doesn't exist. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, so New Order's first. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't think so. Yeah, Depeche Mode was back in the late seventies, bro. Dude, uh, New Order. Uh, uh, the their uh, band that created New Order was um, Manda, Joy Division. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So if Joy Division doesn't exist, yeah, New yeah. Order doesn't exist, and if they don't exist, Depeche Mode. A lot of really good bands came out around that time, yeah. but uh, New Order was one of those bands I listened to a lot when I was skating. Hey, I don't know why. I'm lo- I was just looking at the voting on the website for the bad Christmas, uh, cr- bad Christmas sweaters, and uh, the intern is in the lead. Whatever. He's going to take our fifty bucks. How's a douchebag doing that? Uh, I do you call your friends? Yeah, and you be he, honest. Yeah, Did he? Yeah, he's all on on that. Like, oh, that. dude, whatever. I don't. And know. Then he wasn't even supposed to be in the contest until uh, right now when you called it right at the beginning of the thing. But he did throw his ten in, right? So I mean, I guess it counts. Yeah, but it, it does count. But guys, go out there and vote for me. I, I'll, I'll be blaming. Just come vote for me because you like what I do. <laughs> Don't care about the sweater. Just vote for me because I I say bad stuff to cool people. That's not even. That, yeah, no, see, no, no, now, no, that, no, that's all. No. That's all turned into Look, what it's not supposed to be. I'm calling out the Kiss Army. If you uh, oh, love Kiss, here we go. Russ, they don't use computers. <laughs> they don't use computers. My sweater. You know, it's hard to do. It's hard to text when you're carrying a load of concrete. <laughs> um. So, like uh, all those guys. Look, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and I anytime, don't have a chance, by the way. We are so far behind, it's not even funny. For every Russ Fat joke that I've told all my life that you guys laughed at secretly with your friends, go vote for me. So you're going Give for me that the, fitting. You're going for the jokes that people laughed at, huh? Yeah, that's gonna be that's <laughs> why I'm just I'm asking those guys. <laughs> Man. Uh, you, uh, hey, uh so I need lot, that fitting. A lot of people are going on, you know, they go on vacation during this time of year. You know, you have a couple weeks off, you have time to, to get away. Uh, and uh, this, where was this? Like uh, Travelocity or someplace did the five most disappointing travel destinations, places that you think are going to be great. For you the go holidays? there, it's really not that great. It doesn't say for the holidays. It's just, oh, just in, in general. In okay. general, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, you can see if you can guess any of the top. It's five. Some of the biggest ones, if I remember right, like Venice is on, not Venice, Venice is number five. Yeah, yeah. it says it's mostly uh, overpriced. It's a tourist trap, and the canals are polluted and stink. Yeah, they stink. They smell like sewage. But you wouldn't think George Clooney would be in a place like that. Well, he he isn't in Venice. The place that he's at, yeah, it's, still, it, it's, uh, it's way removed from Venice. I thought he got married in Venice. But it's still, I mean, you, gotta, you can be in Venice and be in a really, really nice part. you got to remember, Clooney's experiencing Venice a little different than probably your average Joe yeah, experiences Yeah, your Venice. average tourist. I think, um, isn't, um, um, 
Aren't the pyramids on there? Pyramids are number two. Yeah, the pyramids in Egypt. It says they're so close to Gaza that uh, it's noisy and chaotic, and um, it's, it's just kind of disappointing when you, when you actually see them. And it's just a bunch of people harassing you to sell little, <laughs> right, little, yeah. little pyramids. Little pyramids or whatever. Yeah. Um, there was another one. I remember I was surprised by the list and actually a little disappointed because I think a couple of these places I wanted to go. And I th- is Greece on there? Uh, Greece is not on here. You've got uh, Taj Mahal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they say uh, Times Square. No, I, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Times Square is Times amazing. Square? I love Times Square. New York City, Times Square is absolutely beautiful. That, so that is that, it's the hub. I can't see how you'd be disappointed there. I really do. You're standing in the middle of Times Square and you're looking around and it's amazing. So And it's weird because Times Square is just kind of a small part of New York City. So when you fly into New York, you're, you're experiencing everything in New York. Yeah. And Times Square is just part of it. And to go during the Christmas time to Times Square? I mean, yeah. Totally. So, like, here's the problem. You fly to New York. Let's say you don't like Times Square. It's not like you, okay, let's pack it up and go home. There's a lot of other stuff to as see. As opposed yeah. to the places you just said where if that doesn't pay off, yeah. you're like, what am I doing here? Now, I think you went here uh, recently, Jimmy. Didn't you, did you go to Niagara Falls? Uh, years ago, but I did go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, don't, I didn't find that that. I thought that was, I, I, that was a really fun. I remember it as it, being kind of awesome. It was good. Now we stayed on the we stayed on the Canadian side, which was super touristy. It was like Gatlinburg, you know. So it was kind of lame to see this great majestic, you know, uh, you know, uh, world and this uh, wonder, you know, that is Niagara Falls, right? Or Horseshoe Falls, or whatever. But you know, everything on the other side was just so tacky and cheesy. Yeah, that that kind of made it weird. It says here, uh, these are you know, this is uh, outside of the top five. These are like uh, the five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. The, you know, the other ones. Uh, it says Jamaica. I would disagree with that as well. You go there for five days, you do the falls, you you know enjoy the ocean, and uh, just kind of, I, I could see that being being uh, cool. Yeah. Now I don't know if I'd go back a bunch, you know, like I Jack goes all the time. Yeah, I haven't done that trip. Jack goes every year. Oh, right? do they go? Yeah, he goes down there and stays at like sandals or whatever, and they he has a place he goes. I, I think, think it's nice. Yeah, yeah, and they uh, they have a nice time. All right, so what do you think? Uh, top five, then. Where do you think is uh, most disappointing? Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon? Oh, no. That's beautiful. Yeah, plus you got Vegas. Uh, no, no, it's is not it on the in list. The, is it in the U.S.? There, no, there's one, one, two. Well, the number one answer is in the U.S. Is it really? Yeah. It's Vegas, isn't it? No, it says, uh, well, the number one answer is Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. L.A. says pit. It says there's no center. It's big and sprawling. Yep. Uh, tourists can't really find anything. Too much traffic. And uh, Los Angeles is a big disappointment. Now, see, I would I would disagree with that. If you're a movie fan, it isn't a disappointment. But I will tell you, all the stuff that you think it would take you five days to see in L.A., you can see in two. Yeah. And the city is way smaller. It's just, Like I told you guys yesterday. Yeah, downtown Los like, Angeles is really small. It, it really, buildings-wise, it isn't much bigger than Orlando, if I remember right, but it just goes forever. Ever, yeah. I mean, it's just, you can't drive out of L.A. And that Chinese theater thing that they've got where you've got the stars yeah. on, the, on the, I mean, you've got a bunch of cheesy people out there trying to take it, photos yeah. and, I mean, and th- costumes. That's I was going to say, it's almost very similar to um, Times Square. Times Square, you got the, like right now, you're going to have like 20 different Santas out there. You're going to have all that. So you, you got the uh, the underwear cowboy. Yeah, whatever that so that kind of stuff is kind of cheese. Yeah, I mean, you go, when you go to L.A. You Americans s- love cheese. You go to Sunset yeah. Boulevard, you go to the Walk of Fame. You look at the Chinese Theater, you drive through Beverly Hills, you go to Venice Beach, you know, and see Venice Beach, you got to see Venice Beach. Number three on the list, I 100% totally disagree, uh, and number three is... is, is where uh, Out of the country? Somewhere I've been before. Oh, is it I- not Ireland, is it? No. Oh, uh, London. Stonehenge. Oh. Stonehenge. It's a bunch I, of rocks. And here it says, uh, uh, you know, they're too close. It says uh, they're very close together. Uh, oh, no, it's... Um, 
Let's see, you can't get very close to them. Yes, you can. You can get close enough. Uh, that it's smaller than you think. It's not. It was huge. Uh, and it takes a long trip from London. Now, that's true, but when you get out there and you see Stonehenge, I mean, it, I thought it was amazing. Uh, Sam and I both, we kind of stumbled upon it, and we're like, look at that. It looks like Stonehenge. You pull up, and you're able to walk around them. I mean, you can't, like, jump on them or anything, but you can walk yeah. around them. And to see how they built those, sort of, it's sort of amazing to see how, you know, they figured it out. They know how they built them now. Um, do you know how the Stonehenge was built? I can't remember. I mean. Yeah, they, 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 they um, uh, built a big... A big uh, hill of sand, okay? And then when they built the big hill of sand, they, they dug holes in the sand and then put these big rocks down in them, and then they, they pulled all the sand away. Mm. And so, and th- that's how they were able to get it. And it's amazing to see how it's done. And so I, See, I, the version I heard of that is remarkably different. What'd you hear? Uh, aliens came down, yeah, yeah. and uh, they were just finished hanging. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Out with the Mayans in Mexico, right? So they came up here and uh, they just saw this rock cluster and they're like, oh, let's mess around with this. Yeah, they just went and drew a bunch of stuff on yeah. the cliffs and plains of Mexico and then cruised over yeah, there. That's what I heard. Uh, Could yeah. happen. So there's one more on the list. It didn't cost anything, right? Uh, yeah, you have to pay to go. Uh, to you, you, you pay, you walk across the street, and they let you in. You get to walk around, and they've got. You pay some money gui- to go look at some rocks. No, they've got tour guides that tell you how it was built, how how amazing it is. This particular kind of but you rock. You paid a guy to tell you about rocks. It's like a hundred miles away. How they got all those rocks there? I I I was amazed. It was beautiful. I liked it. How far of a drive is it from London? Is it- oh. Far. An hour? Far, oh, far, far. More than an hour? I think it was a couple hours, and you, and you got to go down these weird roads. And, and I yeah, mean, we, you're driving we, on the left hand side. We actually were lost at the time, and I was driving on the wrong side of the road. I'm, you know, I'm, I've already uh, hit. The, oh, just the trip where you blew your tire out after being in the car for a total of about four seconds. Five minutes in, I hit a turnaround, a turnabout, or whatever it's called, and uh, yeah, I got a flat tire. It was uh, crazy, but but yeah, we were lost at the time, and as we're, we're driving down this one road, we didn't think anybody was there. They're Stonehenge. I'll be damned. You know, uh, the other thing is is really. The structure itself is kind of cool, but you, if you time hop yourself back and think about like when there's no roads there, think about what that represented when there was nothing else, and then you see this man-made structure like that. That must have been awe-inspiring. Yeah, I mean, considering there's like other than like huts or little homes or whatever that were you know built out of stone or peat or whatever, there's a like a legit structure. And the way it's built is something to do with like the, the moon. Um Lines up with the sun at the perfect spot, and there's this, I don't know, there's all kinds of... Isn't it, it supposed to be like some uh, some kind of Equinox thing? Or, yeah. Uh, Alien technology, yeah, dude, I'm telling you. It's pretty cool. All right, Angel, n- number four on this list <laughs> of bad, bud. places that are just, uh, you know, you think it's going to be a great vacation, but it's not. It says Paris. He said, uh, it says here that... Uh, oh, the, the French are jerks. The whole I, thing about rudeness towards tourists and Americans is not an exaggeration. That's the truth. Is, are you, you've been? They're rude as hell. Yeah, I've been in Paris and... It, rude as hell. Oh, if you sorry. don't speak French, they don't appreciate it. No, no, it, right? no. It's not that you don't speak French. If you speak English, yeah. oh. they, that pisses them off. Uh, my sister, uh, on one of her honeymoons, uh, she went there, <laughs> and um, they noticed right away that, how they were getting treated one way because her and her, uh, the husband at the time were speaking English. They caught wind of it, and they started speaking in Spanish the rest of the trip, and they were treated remarkably mm-hmm. different. Really? Uh, I mean, it was like night and day. And, and it was, it was within the same hotel. 
When yeah. you go to Ireland, though, or other places like that, some other places, they're super friendly. The French think that we are... Um, Barbarians. We, I get it. Hypocrites. Yeah. You yeah. know, they think because we... we um, yeah. We, I went at a bad time, 2002, when uh, there was a lot of stuff going all around the world. And uh, But, no, you can literally walk up to somebody and I say, where's the, where the metro? <laughs> Most of them are pretty damn rude. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's what it says here. That, that's... Uh... But right. it's kind of like somebody walking up. Well, see, it's different here in Orlando because if somebody walked up speaking Spanish to you, you would be like, okay, wh- where are you trying to go? Like if you could tell they're trying to get directions or something like I that. I would say, no habla inglés. <laughs> get out of here. Speak <laughs> the damn language or go home. So, yeah. Russ, you would tell somebody speaking Spanish that you can't speak English? Yeah. Okay. Just to confuse Because you said no habla inglés. <laughs> That would, I would I would like to see that person's face when you yelled at them in sí. Spanish that they don't even under oh. you don't understand your own language. <laughs> not only do I not get yours, I know habla mine. Right, now leave me alone. Uh, you're listening to the March of the Morning. You're passing, so I thought it was Oasis. Fozzie? No, no, Nine Black Alps. Fozzie? Oasis does not bring it like this. I'm going to turn Jimmy's mic off here. (laughs) They're more of a... Hey. They're more of a slap from a very slight gay man. That's kind of a punch. Jimmy, we, we could talk about something that happened at a city council meeting or maybe discuss ISIS or maybe talk about uh, what's going on with global warming. In Missouri. Or, can you see the furious text that's being sent to you right or, now? Yeah, Bloggy Molly's coming at me, bro. We could just uh, talk about what people uh, want to know, and that's uh, more of, uh, of Angel and his gilfs and uh, whether they would get it or not get it. Oh, they, uh, they would play another round of get it or not get it? My goodness, that's all I'm getting. So we've got it on our website. Oh, uh, we, it, for those that just started listening, Angel has some – Affinity for older women, uh, yeah. and, and so now we've got mature. This, let's say mature, mature, yeah, mature. So we've got this list of, I, of I ladies. I ran through a bunch of young chicks, and they're dumb. And 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 we're going to ask Angel the simple question: you know, get it or not get it? You know, whether they get it from you or yeah. not. And and you can see them on our website if you want to see photos of these ladies. So the, the people want me to ask him because they're curious of whether he yeah. would or wouldn't. I've got a no-brainer again. Now look, I thought well, I had a no-brainer with Christy Brinkley a minute ago. She now the game says they have to be at least in their sixties. Well, right? I'm not playing the game. I'm going to read the list. That uh, Bloggy Molly put up for the listeners to see uh, what they look like now. It, it, this is, these oh, are the, I see. these ladies and what they look like today. Uh, you know, not what they look like in their in their heyday. So uh, you know, and you can see it on our website at monsters.fm. Mm. And Angel, uh, I'll ask you, uh, Raquel Welch, get it or not get it? Absolutely. Oh yeah. And you okay? You sure? Yeah. Have you, have you seen the recent photo? Yeah. You're okay, you're still good. All right. Yeah. Uh, Share, get it or not get it? You said um, no. Uh, Sigourney Weaver. I wow. See in that picture right there. Yeah, that's her currently. That's that's a recent photo. That's Isn't a it? wow type scenario. And naked, we know that because of the alien movies, uh, that even back in the day, she didn't have like a stereotypically good body. What's that mean? Oddly athletic. Eh, ma- maybe boobs. we'll put that. Uh, maybe I, I no no look it's it black and white. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, look when you're you got to decide to do the deed. You can't go maybe F- that fence has got two sides. Bro. Uh, yeah, you, you, it does either, not have a top. That's right. It's either get it or not get it. I'll I, say no. Oh, oh, doesn't get it. Okay. Of course, Sigourney. Jacqueline Smith. Does she get it or not get it from you, Angel? 
Because, buddy, if she doesn't from you. <laughs> you're right there? Buddy, she looked unbelievable for her age. I can't believe you're even thinking about it. You look at him studying the screen. That's from uh, Charlie's Angels, bro. Where are you at? Yeah, but she doesn't look like the chick from Charlie's Angels. <laughs> um, off of the, Based off of this picture, yes. You say get it. All yeah, right. It's uh, about time. Uh, Susan Sarandon. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, wow. So she's she's a her. sexy woman. All right. There's, yeah, there's something. Christy Brinkley, get nah, it. Not no. get, you say no. That's the man. That's the deal breaker there. Mm, oh, okay. I don't get that. She doesn't got no butt, dude. I think, you know what? I think Christy Brinkley's probably a dead lady. She's too. got no butt, he says. All right. Uh, Diane Lane. Yes. Yeah, Diane Lane looks yeah, absolutely. good. Absolutely. All right. Diane Sawyer. Ooh, that's Ooh. another good one. She's got news see, and stuff. That's, that's, a, that's a sneaky one. That's like. You'll get some ass and learn something. Yeah. yeah I might be smart. Yeah. I think I, I think I would. She gets it. Okay. Yeah, I uh, think I might. Madonna, get it or not get yep. it. You say yes. Yep. Wow, that was fast. I would say well, just, no, just no on Madonna. You're going to follow Rodman? Well, no. Ooh. Without question. Um, <laughs> and then here's the thing. Well, like I like I, that confidence. Like, like I said before, with Madonna, because we know what we know about her, and we know that she's freaky. Yeah. yeah okay. Or she likes I might learn something. Okay, all right. With armpit hair? Hmm. <laughs> Oh, that's a wave in it. Yeah. <laughs> Jane Sorry, C- I did that to you. Jane Seymour, get yes. it or not, you say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was snap. Sephora, Sephora, Sophia, Sophia Loren. Sophia Loren, I'm sorry. Yeah, she looks See, this is not a good picture of her, but I think I would. You would? I think I would. Man, you are uh, the you're, horny you're, giant. You're a mystery, man, because that, that one I don't see. That's don't, not a good picture of her. It sure ain't. No. Uh, Meryl Streep. No. Mm-mm. She looks like a dude. All right. Uh, Kim Cattrall. Ooh. Get it or not? How old is Kim Cattrall? Porky's alone. Oh you yeah. Need to, See, here's yeah. the thing, though. Like, right, bring your own so socks. Here's one, of the, the, yeah. one of those things. Like, the we. I would like to believe that she's the character that she played in that TV show. I think she is horny, dude. She writes yeah. and talks a lot about the same things. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah okay, if, you read, if you read about yeah. her, I think she's horny. Yeah. Right. She's like Helen Mirren. Okay. Get it or not? Get it from the big angel. Uh, it's uh, uh, Renee Russo. Absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah that's wow. He didn't even take a breath. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Got a ten cup money. Who was Ted Danson married to? Whoopi Gold? No. Um, Who's Mary Steenburgen? Yeah, yeah. She's another good one. Who's this next one? Sof- 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 oh my gosh! Boros? This is uh, this is who is that? She's been she's a English actress. Okay. She's been in a bunch of um, what was that? Judy. She was, she was in Bank Job uh, with uh, the Scott guy. The European guy that's all martial arts now. Okay. okay. Um, she's, yeah, uh, but Safran Burroughs can get it all day long. Okay, here's uh, older women. We're asking Angel. It's uh, get oh it or not gosh, get it. Fantastic uh, Angela Bassett. Yes. Oh, my God. Angela Bassett is beautiful. She yeah. might be too much woman gorgeous. for you, bro. Yeah, she was yeah. an American Horror Story. Can y'all slow down? I'm trying to look up all these women. <laughs> she is gorgeous. Bubba, she Bubba, is Bubba, stunning. go to the website. Yeah. All of them are in order. The, the order that we're reading them, they're in yes. order. And you can see, you just click through and you can see each woman. But we changed our website. Do you know the new one, no. Bub? It's meatspin.com. Yeah. You, you're a bastard. <laughs> uh-huh. That was pulled on me years it ago. Was, By you. Uh, okay, we all know Helen Mirren, you said uh, get it. Absolutely. Uh, okay, then you got uh, Kim Basinger. Yes. Get it. All right, I got one. How about my grandma? <laughs> oh, 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 that's rude. No sight in hand. My grandma and your grandma sitting by the fire. I like that. How about uh, Michelle Pfeiffer? Get it or not get yes, it? Yes, absolutely. See, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know about Michelle Pfeiffer. She looks she a little. She did a movie. Uh, she's looking a little clowny. See, that's again. That's not a good picture. A of her. She did a movie not too long ago, and I, and I, it was. I, I went, yeah, was that a gangster one? I think. Yeah. yeah. And she looked fantastic. Now in this that. chick is not in her sixties, but she's fifty-five. Who's that? 
Man, Valerie Bertinelli is oh, yeah. timeless. This chick doesn't age, man. She is almost 55 years old, and she looks like a billion dollars. There's Michelle Pfeiffer now. Oh, I mean, yeah. Dude, are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, Clowny? Yeah, I don't like know. Like Jadavian Clowny? Hell no. She looks nothing like him. And then... Um, you got a good leg. <laughs> the last one on this list is Olivia Newton-John, and, that, and that's Olivia Newton-John today. Thanks, yeah, she looks a little clowny, too. Yeah. They say no. Yeah, what's, what's your line, Russ? Huh? What's your line in the movie? I don't know. <laughs> he said it once already today. I'm not playing with the hand, hand motion. <laughs> yeah, you totally he not, did the snap and everything. He didn't just say it; he acted it. Uh, anyway, you can check that out on our website at monsters.fm. That's monsters.fm. And if you're really into these old hags, you can go to uh, Tube Galore. Look under mature, mature. Those Man, are good. Stuff. Valerie Bertinelli is un. I mean, she is so pretty for her age. She really I mean, is. I remember when she married Eddie Van Halen, yeah. and I was sick to my stomach because I wasn't a Van Halen fan back then. I was just a One Day at a Time fan. Sure. <laughs> and it was uh, Valerie Bertinelli, Bonnie Franklin, Mackenzie Phillips. I would have banged Bonnie Franklin. And Schneider, of course. You know, you get old uh, Pat Harrington. I yeah. banged Schneider. And I remember when she got married, it was such a big deal because he was a giant rock star, Van Halen, like in the wheelhouse at that mm-hmm. point, like, you know, 79 or whatever. I mean. And she was young. And then. she was young. And, and I was like, she was like my first TV crush. Yeah. Like one of my first TV crushes. And when she married him, I looked at my mom. I said, she married that filthy hippie. <laughs> He's just going to get her on drugs and kill her mom. Don't, don't worry, Jimmy. One day you're going to be a big baseball player. and You can marry any model you want to. <laughs> Still can't I've swim never met your pool. mom. I don't think I know her voice. So. Uh, uh, it's just like that. <laughs> hey, Movie Dork. Uh, yes. They came out with the, uh, the 10 worst movies of 2000. And fourteen. Uh, uh, do you? Uh, what's the first? See if you can guess even one of them. Uh, first movie that comes to your mind that should be one of the the worst. Ah, well, let's see here. There's so many bad movies that came out in 2014. I have to go back in time and think about them and, all. Now this doesn't. This is major release, right? It doesn't major, include ma- like Sharknado or anything. Yeah, like no, that. no, no. These major release films. Okay, major release films. Yeah. Does that include it being a bomb or just critically panned? Uh it says because the Sandler movies are weird because they make a lot of money, but they're well, terrible. No, they don't make a lot of money. Well, yeah, they the went, Worst reviewed movies of 2014. No, there's one on here that I know made a lot of money, but it's they're calling it Grown Ups Two. Uh, not on the list of the top ten. Blended is not on there. Blended is number ten. Yes, that is a crapper, and that was with Adam Sandler and uh, Drew Barrymore. Yes, was right. it really bad? Very bad. They were trying to. They, you look, Wedding Finger, awesome. For forty uh, first date, thirty first dates, awesome. Don't try and do the trifecta; it always doesn't work out. They and that's mixed what they were them, trying yeah. to do. Yeah, they tried to blend it. Uh, number nine on this list: the worst movies of two thousand fourteen. Uh, if you went and saw it, you probably wasted your money. Uh, Winter's Tale. Oh, Winter's yeah. Tale with Colin Farrell. Yeah, strikes one and two. Yes, yes. I'm not a big Colin. Yeah, Colin Farrell. He was actually pretty good in that Disney movie with Tom Hanks. Then he's a little nugget in there nobody knows about. There's a, a, a number. I didn't, eight. Even, I didn't even know that movie. This movie existed. I didn't even see anything about this. Yeah, number eight is a, a kids movie, an animated flick uh, uh, called Carl's, The Nut Job. The Nut Job. Yeah. That's about a squirrel. Yeah, it's about a squirrel and they steal the nut and you have to. Yeah, there's some some of those animated films. I don't know how they get produced, man. Dude, but if you look at the the lineup in this movie, it like it, it had so to smug. been just written horrible because Will Arnett, Brandon Fraser, yeah, Gabriel Iglesias, Jeff Dunham, Liam Neeson, and Catherine Ky- uh, Heigl. Liam Neeson will do anything for a ham sandwich. I swear <laughs> to God, that guy is in 15 movies a year and he's still a gigantic star. I don't know how he does it. He has the blueprint. Number seven on the list. I didn't even know this. Uh, I don't even know what this is. Vampire Academy. Vampire Academy, yes, that was uh, not a uh, highly publicized. <laughs> did you film. see the cat? Did you see the catch line for this? Uh-uh, what does it say? They suck at school. Oh, they Get suck it? at school. Oh, I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, number six on the list is Grace of Monaco, and that is uh, that was a Nicole Kidman movie about Grace Kelly. Nicole Kidman, another Oscar curse. She is. Uh, yeah, you're right. She can't buy. She can't get a good. Role for anything now. It's almost as if she stopped dating one of the most influential people in Hollywood, and all right. of a sudden things started crashing for her. Oh, and she married what's his name? She, yeah, you know, yeah. she's been with uh, Keith Urban. Keith Urban for a long that'll, time now. That'll learn you. Yep. Yeah, I mean, when they come up to you and your movie offers are as follows: Hey, we've had a great thing where you're going to play Dave Matthews' wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not it's not looking too good right now, and uh, yeah, pretty much her the ascent. Uh, Came when she married him, and her descent came when they uh, divorced. Tom Cruise? I would say so, yes. Okay. Uh, number five on this list. Uh, now, you know, the first movie, I think, made a lot of money and did well. I, di- I didn't realize they had Haunted House 2. Haunted uh, House 2. The Wayne's Brothers. Yes, that was released uh, this year as well, and Haunted Man- Haunted House 1 did kill it. But those giant, scary movie things, they're, they're dying off. The bubble has burst kind of on those as well. Uh, number four on this list of movies that uh, were worst, the worst movies in 2014, Are You Here? And it's got Zach Galifianakis, it's got uh, Owen Wilson, and uh, Amy Poehler. That is, oh, Amy, wow, Are You Here? That's the one with Zach Galifianakis, Amy Poehler? That is crazy that that bomb, you see that that. Those that are three crew. talented people. Absolutely. Um, how, can a, how can a movie with talented people like that bomb and be so bad? Director, editor, writer. That's uh, how it works. They're blaming the director on this, yep. the way it was shot. Yeah. Number three on the list, uh, and this is the, I think this is his first real bomb. Uh, I could be wrong, but it's uh, The Legend of Hercules with The Rock. Uh, yeah. The Rock, uh... He hasn't had many bombs, has he? No, he's had some sinkers in there. Like what? Snitch. Didn't do well box office. I don't remember that. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, Hercules, you know, that was very widely panned. Oh, didn't The Rock do some Tooth Fairy thing, too? He did the first Tooth Fairy. I was in the second Tooth Fairy for about a half a second. Oh, name dropper. Yeah, hey, Larry the Cable Guy, a friend, was, in the, was the main star. Oh, okay, so yeah. it wasn't The Rock. It was uh, yeah. Larry the Cable Guy instead of The Rock being the Tooth Fairy? Exactly. And the third one now, there's a third Tooth Fairy. Yeah, I forgot who's in it. Oh, oh no, I was thinking Larry's in the new movie with Medea. Legend of Hercules is not Hercules. The Legend of Hercules was a, uh, a whole other bomb, and, oh. uh, and uh, so we uh, we lived in a year w- where we got two Hercules movies. Wow. Oh, this is Did the Legend of Hercules, that. a different one. Yeah, okay. uh, Kellen Lutz was the star in this. Okay, so uh, so the Rocks thing was not a bomb. It was still a bomb, but it wasn't a bomb like this bomb. Okay, I see. Number oh, number two on the list. I this was so stupid looking. I wouldn't even have. <laughs> and oh, I, we railed on this film <laughs> just because of the commercials. And I, I usually love stupid. Jimmy, stupid uh, is my Jimmy wheelhouse. Went in, Jimmy went in hard on this movie just off of the promos. But the second they say worst movie in the, you know uh, for 2014 is I Frankenstein. Yes, Bazigut. <laughs> Don't know how films like that get made that comes across your desk and that is a guy who can pick pretty much a lot of films that he wants to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Aaron Eckhart, I believe. Yes. So we're going we're gonna to make Frankenstein an action hero. Yeah, yeah. we're going to make him do <laughs> like when I, 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 I remember seeing my first commercial for that and I was like, man, I want somebody to do something cool with Frankenstein because, you know, it, it's it's like a cool idea that really hasn't been, you know, really kind of done well yeah. with modern technology and, and ability. And I remember seeing that spot, and it was this. It was like Frankenstein standing in the road, and a car was com- coming at him or something, and he does this parkour flip yeah. over the car and then lands and turns around and hits the trunk of the car and makes it flip up in there or something. I said, my God. <laughs> All right, I here said, we go. that is terrible. Movie dork, here's what we're going to yes. do. Yes. I want you to cast uh, a, a movie. For that w- that will definitely next year be the worst movie of the year. You got to cast two people together, two actors that you know. If you put these two together, it will make one hundred percent the worst movie oh, ever. Oh God! 
Gosh, what man. two actors are you going to put in? Two actors. That, actors? That, that'll guarantee a, a bomb. Two that guys. Guarantee a bomb. Jeez, you really put me on the spot, right? Movie Dork, how about this? How about we Let's put Nicolas Cage and Kirk Cameron together? Ah, that is the film, yes. <laughs> wow. That is the takeoff of The Leftovers, correct? It's uh, Left Behind yeah. with Nicolas Cage and Kirk Cameron. Uh, about the rapture. Yes, it is a major emotion release of a Christian film. And um, if you like The it's Leftovers... It was, it was the worst movie of the year. Yeah, and then Kirk Cameron also just got just absolutely got his blank slammed in the door jam by doing that whole Kirk Cameron Saves Christmas thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was and that? And they said that is just as bad and embarrassing and weird. Is it a weird. documentary or is it... Um, I don't know, it's like a selfie. No, no. It's, it's like a selfie movie or something, isn't it? Where he like, films the entire thing himself or something? It's horrible. We tried to get a fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. He's just... Uh, bad as they come and it, coincidentally well i should say this kirk cameron had the ability to break out and be a gigantic star after growing pains yeah but unfortunately his when i shouldn't hey his religion is his religion or whatever but it's all encompassed him lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Uh, and uh, kind of shut him out of some yeah, stuff. Yeah, and he forces his religious beliefs down everybody's throat. That's I, you know, any guy can have the whatever right. beliefs you want. Just don't make me, uh, you know, insist that I believe what you believe because that, that's how wars are. Was started. this the movie, or was it that TV face. show that he tried to pull that trick on with Rotten Tomatoes? And he went in and like was uh, writing all these positive reviews, and yeah. then he posted on Twitter or Facebook, like, "Hey guys, uh, write some positive reviews uh, for me for this movie on Rotten Tomatoes." and Guess what happened? <laughs> Let me <laughs> guess. Slam. <laughs> so I think that right now, what, either one of these projects is, uh, has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of zero. Yeah, it's the first one ever. Oh, really? That's uh, yeah. the one. That's the one. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is that even a rating then? I mean, <laughs> no. zero is not really a rating, is it? No. Hey, it's... what do you think about this movie? I think zero about it. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other bad. You guys don't remember any bad films this year? Um, I I don't know how many movies I saw this year. I can't really remember. I thought the one we saw was kind of a stinker. Yeah. I didn't see anything like overwhelm me this year. Like no. I didn't see my. No, I say this movie all the time because it's just like one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Gone There's Girl. Like, yeah. No. Well. Yeah. Gone Girl I was Gone a good Girl. movie. I thought it was great. Yeah. But there was no No Country for Old Men for me this year. Uh, yeah. You didn't see Birdman. I did not see Birdman. Yeah. I still. You know, but have my time wife to wants it. to watch it, and so that means we'll get to go. You know, she'll go and watch it with me. If not, I take my kids to go see stupid movies. My father-in-law will go see like funny, dorky movies. Dumb and Dumber too. Oh yeah, that, that didn't do very well, did it? Uh, no, it, it did. It did well enough. And uh, this weekend, I'm going to go see uh, Top Five. Is that uh, the new Chris, the Rock, Chris Rock, Rock movie? Yeah, I got to go check that. I never out. saw that. Um, what was that movie with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal in it? Uh, uh, Night yeah. Stalker. Yeah, was it not- good? Uh, I didn't see that one yet, but I have a pass for that one. Yeah. The, the wrestling movie, the Fire Foxcatcher or whatever, looks pretty good. That's out too. That's another one on my list. I will be checking it out during the break. And All the, right. And you know, and Facebook is blowing up that movie about that war hero guy that turned into a track star, and then was a POW. Every video that you try to watch on Facebook right now has a 10 second promo for that movie. That's it's the one Angelina of the top Jolie 10. movie. Yeah. yeah, one of the top 10 highest critically reviewed films of the year. All right. Hey, when we come back, Angel will give us some monster sports. You're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. Hey, you're listening to the Mantras Mornings on Real Radio 104.1. Thank you for checking us out nationally on uh, iHeartRadio. Uh, we got our own Monster channel. Just put in Monsters. 
and you get monsters on demand all over the country. Now it's time for Angel to bring us some monster sports. Monster Sports is brought to you by Tropical Ford. Come on down to Tropical Ford. It's Orlando's Mustang headquarters. New 2015 Ford Mustangs and certified pre-owned Mustangs with no payments until next year. Keep your cash for the holidays. Tropical Ford is your home of the free lifetime oil change on all new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to Tropical Ford and see their great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles and negotiate your best deal. And don't forget, this is the season, so tell them I sent you, and they'll donate $100 to the Second Harvest Food Bank of Central Florida in your name. Tropical Ford is located two miles south of the Florida Mall on Orange Blossom Trail in beautiful South Orlando. Uh, uh, real quick, we have an uh, awesome guest online, so I want to go through this. Just to give you an idea of what kind of um, monster Kobe Bryant is, this is audio of him uh, that they just posted at uh, Axis uh, Sportsnet, and uh, it's him in practice going up against uh, Swaggy P. Who is Swaggy P? He's uh, uh, Iggy's boyfriend. Oh. Oh. What's he saying? Nobody in the world can guard me. And then he just told him he was soft like Charmin. And those uh, edits are uh, real hardcore. <laughs> so, this is, so he's like, I can see why we lost 21 games. Uh, so the, him and Swaggy P are going back and forth. Oh, wow. um, it's, and this is in practice. Uh, so you know, th- th- it gives you an idea of the climate of what's going on uh, over there in Los Angeles. On the heels of that, there's reports that Carmelo Anthony wants out of New York. Uh, they're two games away from setting the New York Knicks' worst uh, opening uh, season record, and the rumor, and then, and so to go along those lines and to even blow this rumor up even more, the uh, uh, rumor is is that he wants to go to Los Angeles and team up with Kobe Bryant, and I kind of want to see that happen. So they just crash and burn all the way. Yeah, I mean, who's going to shoot more? <laughs> There's not a I mean, there, are, Carmelo, there are not enough basketballs for yeah. the two of them on the same court. I mean, both of them are ball hogs. Yeah. Uh, and, and a pretty funny story in regards to Bill Belichick. Um, the, the Patriots are in a team meeting, and Bill Belichick uh, is talking about uh, how to approach things with the media, and he's uh, you know addressing his team, and he puts up this is a crazy picture that's going on, on the internet right now. Uh, Rob Gronkowski oh. with the kitten. And this is in the middle of a team meeting, and everyone loses it. Um, so the, it shows what they, uh, he's got a good sense of humor. Um, I'll shoot the, the story over to the blog and Molly to uh, post that for you. And let's see what was that. And that's about it. That's what's uh, Monster Sports. But we still have some Monster yes. Sports going on because uh, on the line with us right now, you're talking about Florida Gator great, former Heisman Trophy winner Danny Warfel is on the line with us. Hello, Danny. How you doing? Hey, man. Good morning. Hey, appreciate you taking time to talk to us today. I, you know, I, I, man, there's all kinds of things to talk to you about uh, with what's going on in the world of football today. And also, too, I, I, coming up soon, we have the Heisman Trophy, uh, the upcoming Heisman Trophy Award. Uh, who do you think is, is in front line to, uh, to win this year? Well, you know, I think if you just look around, it's, it's pretty clear this year somebody seems to stand out more than the others and getting all the, the national tension finished up the year well. So, uh, without saying who I voted for, uh, definitely feel like um, the, the odds are in Mariota's favor pretty strongly. So when you're a Heisman Trophy winner, you automatically you, you get to vote then? Like, who else gets to vote for the Heisman Trophy winner? Yeah, all the former winners vote, and then there's a panel. I think it's about 800 uh, different media people across the country. So 
it's it's a pretty pretty exhaust you know pretty big list of folks that get a weigh in on this kind of regionally so it's balanced out and and we select a winner. Now, when you vote, obviously, do you take things like character into account? I mean, obviously, you know the uh, you know James Winston was uh, you know, won last year and this year uh, not even on the list. It, 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 a lot of his problems uh, outside of football have anything to do with that? Uh, possibly. I mean, I think if you just look at the season and the statistics and the way things have happened, uh, you know, I don't think that he just from his play made the top uh, three this year. So I think that's that's more of an on-the-field thing going. And I think that, you know, people uh, love college sports for lots of reasons, and, and, you know, there's character and amateurism is something that, that I think people have, have a special place in their heart. And I think that's part of that is why the, you know, the, I've really been able to be encouraged to get behind this new award that's uh, fortunately been named after me, the Werfel Trophy, which is a college award about, character and community service and i think that kind of fills that void in people's hearts that you're looking for to, to highlight what is good in in college sports and with these young men now is this the first year that you're, you're gonna have the warfel trophy no actually it's the 10th year it's, it's kind of taken off uh you know baby steps and we've been able to really gain some momentum and uh just highlighting the great things that are going on and so this year we had 90 nominations uh for the warfel trophy again it's about community service and character and uh, we had 12 finalists, and we just uh, announced our winner this year of the 2014 Warfel Trophy is Deterian Shackelford, linebacker for Ole Miss, uh, who has an incredible resume of community service and taking care of folks um, all over uh, the community and all over the country and, and beyond. He's been on two mission trips. So there's a lot of great things going on. You know, we, we love to talk about the, the issues, the struggles, and the lack of character, but the reason I agreed to be a part of this trophy and have it named after me is because it highlights some of the great things that are happening. That's awesome. Angel, question for, you know, Florida Gator great Danny Warfel. Hey, Danny, uh, in regards to this, I mean, because, like, even when I was in college and in high school, I was a member of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I did all the, you know, these kind of things. You do community service. Do you think it's an overt kind of reason why – sports networks in general I mean, and i'm putting them all in this umbrella why they steer away from these kind of stories but they're very quick to you know the, the stories of uh these are because these are kids we're talking about teenagers young kids that are susceptible to making mistakes and we blow those stories completely out and you drive a whole network with that as opposed to the story like what you're talking about there a lot of these kids are doing good there are parts of their community and we don't focus on that well, you know, I think it's part of the condition of, of our society and human nature is you tend to, to get drawn more into the negative things, and, you you know, that that tends to spark interest and in ratings, and so I understand how that happens, um, you know, but I think it is, it, it takes some effort to try to balance that out. You know, my time playing, and I'm sure yours too, both in the college and, and in the NFL, you know, there were so many guys that were just doing amazing things, and, you know, and a lot of times, you know, if they're, especially if they're not the 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 star players what they're doing doesn't get much attention and so this this war is just a way to try to balance that out and you know you don't have to be the the world's greatest player you got to be a good player you got to have be a good student but primarily this is about uh, service and doing good things so we're trying to balance out that I think just natural tendency to, to for us all this way towards some of the spicier negative stuff hey Danny it, it actually probably was a bit of a relief when Jameis didn't have a great year on the field, considering you wouldn't have to deal with that, uh, you know, voting for a guy who was killing it on the football field, but is just a complete screw-up off the field, that probably had to make your voting a little easier. Not that Mariota isn't a great choice because he's a beast. 
Yeah, well, he's a phenomenal choice, and all you know, uh, you know, I, I I can sense what you're saying and agree with some of that, but I also have a sense for the type of pressure that the young men uh, are going through, and to be that young, you know, and and go through all the pressure of the Heisman campaigns and winning and celebrityism at such a young age. I also understand some of the pressures on that side too. Yeah, sure. So I've got some some sensitivity in my heart for, for those guys as well. How do, how do you think this four-game playoff thing is coming out of A lot of the guys on ESPN are kind of dogging it at first, but now it seems like these guys have kind of fallen in love with it. Not only does it give them a lot of content, talking about who should be maybe you know fifth or sixth or who should be skipping who or whatever. Of course, Florida State gets in undefeated, and they're still ranked third because of the weakness of their schedule. And they play Oregon, your man Marcus Mar- Mariota coming up. I mean, do you like the system, and who do you like in the playoffs? I love the system. I think, uh, you know, not only did they get the right four this year, but I, I just think it had so much excitement. I mean, I, I can't remember a year where I was more excited for January 1st to come. I agree. Um, I'm, I'm finding myself wanting to go uh, to the Sugar Bowl and watch two teams, neither of which are Florida. That's never happened before for me. So it's it's just an exciting time for the sport. And part of what I love about it is, you know, you can rank these teams however you want, but – any of them could win it. I mean, it, it's it's you know it's like the college basketball thing. The best team's not always going to win the tournament, and I think in this case, there's anyone can win. That just adds so much excitement. I would expect, if I were guessing, that Alabama's probably going to beat Ohio State, but I, I wouldn't ever count my man Urban out. And, uh, and and I think that you know the wild card game is what's going to happen with Oregon and Florida State. I, I can't wait to see that and see what happens. So. I I really don't know. I don't have a whole lot of uh, dog in this fight. I'm just excited to be watching it. Uh, Danny Warfel, of course, uh, won the Heisman Trophy, and uh, you you can uh, tell us something that not not everybody can tell us, and that is, you know, not everybody can be a quarterback for a football team, even in pee wee football or high school football. Uh, but to go from you know uh, play, being a quarterback your entire life and also playing in the NFL as a quarterback, explain to me how important it is to get along with the rest of your teammates. And the reason I'm asking about that is because what's going on with RG3 and how, like, you know, <laughs> he's just not winning any friends with, with his teammates. Uh, is How important is that to be to be in a quarterback? And as you are a quarterback, is that something you're aware of, that you've got to make these guys believe in you? I mean, is that part of the, I don't know, of the thought process of being a good quarterback? Well, you know, whether you're talking about a marriage with two people or – you know, two guys talking on the radio in the morning, you got to figure out how to get along. And, and any time you can do that and you, ex, you know, multiply that times a whole team, it's the biggest team sport ever. So you've got to. You know, sometimes it's harder than others. Um, and when you're losing, every, all the, the, you know, the, the tires come off. It's, it's just a really tough environment when things start to fall apart. But no matter what, you, you mean – you've got those guys in front of you blocking for you. You've got the guys running down the field. You've got to figure out a way to connect and have your teammates buy into to who you are and your effort. And a lot of that isn't just how you play. A lot of that is how you carry yourself. And, you know, people can figure out if you're an I guy or a team guy pretty quickly. And it's it's the guys that, that can be team guys that have the best chance. Did you ever, did you ever have an issue with anyone you played with? Or, or did you always pretty much get along with everyone? Uh uh, that's a good question. You know, I think uh, other than the few locker room fights I got in with really, Willie Rofe and some of the, I'm just kidding, I would never, never do that. He was too big. Uh, 
No, you know, I, I got along pretty well with everybody. You know, I, uh, you know, part part of that, you know, it's it's easy to be popular when you're the backup. You know, you're not really yeah. learning interceptions or pissing anybody off. So, yeah. <laughs> I was pretty fortunate uh, in that regard. I was just the the nice, friendly backup most of my career. Just got a text, Danny. Just got a text on our texting service uh, where people can actually just kind of text questions to us and says that you do a pretty darn good Steve Spurrier. <laughs> All right, all right. That's a good statement. Is there a question with it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to hear you do said Spurrier. Uh huh. Well, okay. So I'm thinking of one of my first interceptions I threw as a freshman, and in my humble opinion at the time, the receiver ran the wrong route. So I was curious what Spurrier was going to say. So I get to the sideline, and he says, "Danny, yeah, it's not your fault." He said, "It's my fault for putting you in there." <laughs> Okay, that's funny as hell. That's, that's funny as hell. Okay, okay, another question. Okay, obviously when you know Tim, when Tim that's Tebow awesome. won when Tim Tebow won the Heisman Trophy, you know people wanted to compare you guys and everything. And, and secretly, were you kind of sitting back, you know, like happy that he didn't do well in, in the NFL, or were you pulling for him? Oh come on! I'm just asking. Man, he's, he's this is like Doctor Phil getting deep in the heart. You know, when you, <laughs> when you probe the motives of the heart, you can find some shadowy places, my friend. <laughs> yeah. However, I, love uh, that. I will say, uh, it, yeah, and if we're going to talk about our shadowy hearts, you guys can jump in too. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I was so happy for him when he won the Heisman Trophy, and I was, re- I really was, I genuinely was, and uh, it was really, really hopeful for him to get a, a better opportunity in the NFL, but. You know, just looking at it as a pure uh, football guy, you know, the things that he was so great at was the combination of the throwing and then just the running, the, the competitiveness. And the NFL just doesn't have a premium uh, for running at quarterback. And, you know, it's, it really looks at some other things. So I, I understand how that unfolded. And you have to kind of restock your whole team to, to build an offense around him in some ways. And so. Uh, it's unfortunate, but he's had a great career, and he's got a lot of great things in store oh, for him. Oh, he's doing great things. Well, Good Morning America, he, that little segment that he does, I mean, people, yeah. people, people love him. Yeah, you know? I think he kills it on the SEC thing, too, man. I, I think he does a really good job. I said on the air, I, you know, we've had a, a Tebow argument for a long time, Danny, you know, and I think kind of parallel, a lot of the guys are like, look, everybody likes Tebow. That's not the question. You know, he's just not an NFL-level quarterback, and we're not even saying he couldn't play in the NFL at another position. Of course, he chose not to, but I think he really found his niche with that radio thing and probably working the TV. He's a good-looking kid. Obviously, he's got, you know, he's got the kind of background you want to have where you don't have to take a lot of chances with a guy. You don't, you're not going to hear behind the scenes he's a Cosby. You know, the guy's obviously he's the real deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he's a great kid, and I'm, I'm really happy for him. All right, Danny Warfel, thank you. Oh, I'm sorry, you got one more question for Danny? Yeah, real quick, I was just wondering how your uh, Fort Walton Beach Vikings did against uh, Niceville Eagles this year. <laughs> Why do you bring that up? I was just curious. I, I, I had a hard time keeping up with the Niceville team. I was wondering uh, what, the, what the outcome was on that. Uh, I'm sure Fort Walton Beach won. Uh, <laughs> that's not... Not confirmed or denied, but that's my suspicion. Uh, All right. Well, I just upset because I know that uh, Niceville was District One, Region One, Class Seven A, twenty fourteen champions. I was just wondering, you know, where Fort Walton Beach uh, fell in that. It sounds like a disingenuous question. It does, does it? I'm with like you. You may have already known what happened. And you're throwing it out there for some reason un- unannounced here. I'm with you, Danny, and I have to tell you, I apologize on his behalf. Yeah. You have to deal with that every day. Every, every single, single minute. Single this day. guy is the worst ever. Yeah. Danny, you're awesome, man. Danny Warfel, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us, and congratulations on, on all your success. And then it, it was the 2014 Warfel Trophy, uh, and the uh, uh, award went to Ole Miss, right? Yep, Deterian Shackelford, and uh, you can learn all about the Werfel Trophy at werfeltrophy.org. All right, thank you, buddy. We appreciate it.
All right, take care. All right, take care. There you go, Danny Warfel. It's awesome. my fault for putting you in there. <laughs> that was great. That was a great person. I'm glad you asked that question. So somebody, uh, yeah, somebody said, hey, man, he does a really good Spurrier. Now, of course, he doesn't say, hey, he's got a great Spurrier story. He just kind of gave us that. That's why the texting service is so great. Guys, if you, if you, if you think of something that you think we need to know about or whatever like that and we're talking to someone, you can always text us at 77031. Jimmy was looking at the texting service and able to get that question out there, and it was beautiful. And what you need to remember when you're listening to the show is, like, we don't do any research. Oh, no. So when no. you're listening to the show and you hear us in a live argument or in a live interview, understand we're that we're clueless. We're, we're pretty much finding out that we're doing this interview three minutes before we go on the air with it. I just, so when you hear us go, hey, Danny Waffle. You won the Jaime Trophy. <laughs> he won the Jaime Trophy. Danny uh, Waffle whoa. from the Jaime Trophy. That's not the trophy you want to wear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, when we come back, I believe uh, Carlos and Bubba are working on a Correct Me If I'm Song. So we'll uh, we'll do that when we return. You're listening to the Monster of the Morning. Hey, Bubba. Where are you going to be uh, this weekend? Okay. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, tonight I'm going to be out at Owl's Landing in Tavares, right on beautiful Lake Dora with my band playing. It's a real nice place, and it's right there on Ruby Street. And then tomorrow I'm go- Hold on. Wait, you know, scroll. I scroll, hold on. Scroll, scroll. Uh, you know, tomorrow I'm going to be at Ozone in Longwood mm-hmm. uh, playing uh, like 9 to 1, something like that. And I, this is my first time at Ozone in Longwood, and it's a great club. And uh, I want everybody to c- turn out, and uh, it's 9 o'clock, yeah. Three-piece band, Ozone in Longwood. Come out and see me, please. Mm-hmm. And then I'm back at Pat O'Brien's on sat- Sunday. Busy man. Yes, I am. I've been playing six nights a week. Make that money. Uh, okay. Is that all? I can't. I don't have headphones on. Here you go, Do you need man. headphones? No, I don't really need them. Sure. Okay. Uh. You hear it? You good? Merry Christmas, everybody. It's me, Bill Cosby. Oh no. And this is a wonderful holiday hit for you and every woman over the age of eighteen. <laughs> I really can't stay. But baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. But baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been. Been hoping you dropped them panties. So very nice. You'll have to fuck the bull balls all in your face. I can mentor her as well. My father will be pacing the floor. Does he know his daughter's a whore? So really, yeah. Your vision must be getting blurry. Well, maybe just a half a day. Soon you'll be passed on the floor. My neighbors might think. They can't hear nothing outside. Say, what's in this drink? Spanish fly to make you high. <laughs> I wish I knew how. Oh, my, drop my bath towel. Break this spell. You won't, cause you're drugged up as hell. I have to say, no, no, sir. I don't really care. At least I'm gonna say I tried. Doesn't matter, I have no pride. I really can't. Stay. Baby, don't hold out. Baby, it's cold outside. Put him pop in your ear hole, you bitch. You're a nasty boy. Thank you. 
Monster! I like it. It wrote, it wrote itself, didn't it? <laughs> that one just wrote itself. That was graphic. Uh, all right. Hey, when we come back, it's time for Beer of the Week. Yeah! Angel's going to bring us Beer of the Week. Don't go anywhere. Hey, a couple things very quickly. I want to thank uh, old friend of the show, Billy the Phone Freak, for getting Danny Warfel for us. Thank you, Billy. Dude, That's we cool. got a ton of positive feedback on that. A lot of people digging the interview. Oh, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. And, then, uh, and then we have a winner of the bad... Christmas sweater competition where allegedly we all threw $10 in a pot. Uh, and uh, the winner is. Do we have a drum roll? Oh, <laughs> yeah, hold on, hang on. The winner is Stinky Old McGraw. I won! That? I yeah. won! Woo! <laughs> Uh, inter- yeah, the intern probably deserves 50 bucks. Yeah. I think Black Bean should have, I mean, Ca- Carlos should have won. Look at that. That's horrific. Yeah. He might u- 10 bucks back. Look, the ugliest was definitely Carlos's. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how. Did you get your friend? Voter, did, did you get your friends? Uh, you're younger, so you have a lot of. Uh, uh, people on the internet. People on the internet. He has a great following. He has a great following. Yeah. Get that guy out of here. Um, who was second place? Second place is four. Uh, four is who? Angel. Angel came in second. Oh, we shouldn't have thrown out a kid in did there, I beat, man. Did I beat Russ? Who won? Yeah. Uh, number five. I don't have the pictures in front of me. Okay. So five was me. Five is you. You were third. Man, uh-huh. man with small boobs. Two was in last place. Uh-huh. And then three was fourth place. So, Jimmy, you, you just sucked it up. I lost. Big time. Lost. <laughs> you didn't do nothing but put on a red vest. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You just look like the target lady from SNL. Mm. All right, it's time for uh, Beer of the Week. Angel, bring it to us, buddy. <laughs> I want a recount, by the way. It's there. Now it's there. There we go. It was there a minute. All right, Angel. Beer, 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 All right, so we got Stephanie here from World of Beer, Lake Mary. That's right. Uh, rocking the Brooklyn Brewery t-shirt. I oh, that's, that. that's awesome. Yeah, that's a nice one. Stone Cold Beer Killer <laughs> is what she is. She probably knows more about beer than any of us, right? Oh, yeah. She, I mean, She's an assassin. Beer, I know a little bit. A beer aficionado. A little bit. I know you, a little bit. You went to beer school, right? I did. Yep, World of Beer. But when you get hired, you have to go through a two-week training, beer school and then cooler training. Nice. It's a lot of fun. You get to learn bottle one, slot one, shelf one, all the way down to the end. Style, origin, ABV, what they taste like, what they pair with. Oh, it's nice. a lot of fun. Nice. All right. So what do we, what do, we uh, do? Yeah. So what is the uh, treasures that you bring to us today? Well, today it's something a little different. I know we've been doing uh, bigger, heavier beers recently. It is the season for it and all. But today we're doing the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. So Ooh. this isn't their stout. This is the ale. It's still going to be a little bit sweeter. 8.2% out of Lexington, Kentucky. Nice. The cool thing about this brewery is they also have a distillery. And we are featuring them tonight at World of Beer Lake Mary. We have a free beer and bourbon school going on. So we're going to have their bourbon, their rye whiskey, and uh, I think just their plain whiskey as well out there uh, sampling out. During the class, which is at 7 o'clock, I think there's still four spaces left if anyone wants to go. And then the beer, uh, the ale and the stout will both be on tap. Now, are we supposed to smell it first? Oh, of course. You always smell the beer before you drink the beer now. Okay. Okay. What are we smelling? Smell your hair. You're smelling a little bit of the bourbon. You're going to get that sweet smell off of it. You're going to get a little bit of vanilla in there. Um, These beers in particular are aged for six months in their own bourbon barrels. So it's aged and then it's bottled. Wow. Do we have uh, the face cam on Russ? 
Oh, you don't, you don't mm-hmm. think I'm going to like it? Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, know. it's I, sweet. It's always, you might. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. You're <laughs> now, every, every week, and how long have we been doing this now? Like a year or so, or two Just years, or whatever? Like every year. week, I pick up my little my little uh, stick that I use for the symbol, and I try to hit the glass to make it sound like we're, we're cheers actually in. cheersing. And Carlos actually solved the problem. He goes, why don't we really just cheers each other? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that really, that really, would, that really would sound good, wouldn't it? Yeah. No logic. Don't use logic here. Yeah. All right, who's, who's going to do the— McGraw's going to do it oh, because he won. McGraw, I got a good one for he's, you. He's rolling 50 thick right now. Okay, yeah. he's going to give us a, a toast. This guy. All right, guys, you ready? Christmas time is here at last. We'd like to think of Christmas past. So join me now and raise your glass, because McGraw's Christmas sweater just kicked your ass. Oh! Oh! Cheers. Oh, that worked better. Mm. It's different. It's definitely got a little bit of a sweeterness going on. You're getting a little bit of the vanilla, a little bit of the caramel out of it. It is 8.2%, but it does not drink like an 8.2% beer. It does not. That is candy. Pretty much, yeah. I like it. <laughs> There's no question you get that bourbon in there. Absolutely. I mean, you, no question. Absolutely. Well, he liked it, so that's all we need to know. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you know, Russ, if you drink that slow, there's actually flavor in there. I, I flavor, smaver. Whichever way. Get the buzz. <laughs> I go for the buzz. <laughs> freaking buzz up in 1042. Mm. There you go. Angel, what'd you think? I mean, yeah. Uh, mm. Every sip uh, goes on me a little bit more. Yeah, actually, let's, uh, let's start with you, Russ. What do you think? What's this called again? Uh, this is the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale Kentucky from Lexington Bur- Brewing Co. Wow. Th- it doesn't taste like beer. It doesn't taste like bourbon. It has a whole different taste I've never tasted before. It's, it's beer bourbon. Secret, and I liked it. I, I liked it a lot. Um, Jimmy Dunt doesn't I think would, you have a mature palate. I would definitely oh, order that and, and drink it. And um, I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, it doesn't taste like anything uh, I've ever had before. I, I'm going to give it like an eight. It was fun. There you go. I call it fun. Fun <laughs> beer. Fun. <laughs> it was fun beer. It's very descriptive. Yeah, yeah. I give it an eight. Yeah, Jimmy. Um, like this isn't my favorite thing. That's um, okay. No, it's not. Uh, and again, I, I, it's the bias I have now for IPAs is really spoiling it's a lot of my. On you. Huh? The IPA is growing on you. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I, I'm in it 100. percent That's like all I buy anymore. Um, I would probably order one of these. And then be done with it for a while, and I would never buy it. You know, so it'd be one of those things like if I ordered one, hey, you want to try something? I would tell, like, when I go to World Beer, like, surprise me. Right. Give me something in the porter, give me something in, a, uh, in an IPA, give me something new. If they sat this down, I'm like, okay, that's interesting. I've had that now. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'd give it like maybe six and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Los. Um, oh, man. Yeah, yeah it, 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 that's the kind of thing. It's not bad. But it's not like amazing either. It's kind of like in the middle. I don't know. It kind of falls in the it's middle. It's different. A little bit. It's Do you find it fun? Bourbon barrel age and ale. It's a little different. You know, I don't find it that much fun. Russ. I'm sorry. <laughs> not, I don't. I don't think it's boring. Okay. I think it's just very homely. Um, <laughs> a homely beer. I'm gonna give this. I don't hate it though, but it's about a six point two and a half. Point hey, you know what we never do? We never ask Stephanie what she would rate these. Why don't you ever rate these beers? Because <laughs> this is all about you guys. I know these beers. I've had these but beers I mean, ten times but over. But you've got to have favorites. <laughs> yeah. and you've got to have. I mean, is this one of your favorites? One I do have favorites. Uh, the stout is more my favorite than this one, but I didn't want to scare you guys with something a little bit too big. See, too okay, so you, you hit it right on her head, head before. This version of the, of uh, bourbon ale, I I detest this. This is horrible. Oh, you hate it? Oh. This, is, yeah. this is uh this is almost like a novelty beer, so like it, a knockoff kind of thing. If this was a woman. Island does a bourbon ale, a stout, yeah. that is like 13% alcohol, I think. 
that is yeah. that's a big boy beer, and that is awesome. And I know that these guys also do a stout version of this that is infinitely better than this. The stout is better. I will say that. I like their ale because it is more common. People who are not big beer people can enjoy this and think yeah, that they're drinking gross. something fancy. Oh. Stop it. This is just making uh, me look bad. Stephanie, um, <laughs> what Angel's trying to say. You guys are just saying, oh, yeah, only, only really losers like this <laughs> beer. Uh, no, Russ, we know you like it a lot. But, man, people that don't know Joke's what they're talking about when you. it comes to beer, just the novice. Yeah. Joe but, Novice, Joe yeah. Idiot, that's who likes this beer. You know, this beer is the uh, World War II <laughs> memoriam in your front yard. <laughs> hey, um, also. You kids. Stephanie, if this beer was an old actress, Angel saying it would not get it. Yeah, no. okay. I'll leave that up to your own imagination of what getting yeah, it means. I'd give this a four or five. It's, I mean, it's not the worst thing, but it's, 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 and it's definitely about, I don't mind the bourbon uh, mixture ale. I don't mind those at all. This version of it is just not my, my favorite. Stephanie, being you know, that you know so much about beer, when okay. someone comes to World of Beer and they order a beer from you, do you judge them by what they order? Like oh. if somebody, if some, oh, no. oh you no. that's, that's, no. that's, that's a lot. Don't liar. That. I don't have time for that. Uh, I, I want you to sit down, enjoy your beer, and leave me alone. The last question I want you to say is, I don't know, just pick something. But uh, no. Oh, you don't want people to say that. Let, no. let, let's slow down for a second before I let you says, try. Before I let you attempt to get away with that, I'll take a let rolling me, rock light. Let what me no 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 worse. Let me say that. Let's say Russ and I roll in. Yeah. And I come up to the bar and I said, uh, I'll take a two-hearted ale. Okay. And you're like, okay, let me get that bar. And then Russ says, I'll take a Mickey Palmy, which means Michelob Light Pomegranate. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you will judge us. It would be impossible would, for you not to pass judgment. I would giggle when you guys weren't paying attention. Uh, okay, you wouldn't giggle right. my choice. That's a damn good beer. <laughs> okay, exactly. so we, we, we walk up to the, to the bar. But I would okay. that you were with someone drinking a two-hearted, and they're going to order a McUltra. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. you're right. That's why I never hang out with him. All right, what would you, she's going to wonder who's the top or bottom. What would you order? If, you, if we walked at, You and I walk up to the bar. We order from Stephanie. What, what would you order? Uh, I mean, again, I would try a two-hearted or maybe a highlight or, you know, just a really good hoppy IPA is what I'm into right now. Well, I'd, I'd let her one, one, one. You're ordering one. I'd, Come on, man. Highlight. Highlight. I'll take an old chub. Of course you will. Out of the two, out of the two, <laughs> out of, the two of us, who's, who's, who's the goof? I won't Whoa. take an old chub. I have an old chub. <laughs> it just sits there. Neither of you are goofy in that scenario. You both are drinking good beer. Oh, yeah. none of us are goofy. Okay. Yeah, All right. See? All right. Well. But now Carlos walks up. Corona light. <laughs> and he wants yeah. a Corona light. I you're just shake my head and walk You're getting bounced okay. out of that place. <laughs> see, so she does judge people by what they order. Big tipper, I though. I judge you. I, just, yeah, yeah. I feel bad for you. But if what that's I, all you drink, I'm sorry. It's not all I drink. It's what I enjoy because it takes me away to uh, the beaches of Mexico. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Bubba, Bubba walks you up and asks for a fresca. Do you yeah, have a yeah. fresca? No, tequiza. Oh, that's what he used to like. He used to drink the hell out of some tequizas. Yeah, roll up and ask for a Zima. We would, we, Zima we, Gold, please. We would rehearse, and Bubba would drink a six-pack of tequila yeah. during rehearsal. And then we'd be just ready to go. For ready to go. I had to have it to deal with you guys. <laughs> yes, I know. That's wow. something there for y'all. All right. Well, now, it, what if I walked up in Corona Light, but then I also tipped you 20 right, boom, on the top? I would just think you were a bigger idiot. No. <laughs> See? Angel, now you laughed. That was your tip. Right, you're no, right. No, no, no. She, no, I'm sorry. She, no, because of the Corona, not because of the tip. Yeah, what right. if, what if <laughs> Stephanie, what if Carlos came in to World of Beer uh-huh. while you're working, and of course there you are hustling in the back, yep. and he has on that sweater. Hello! <laughs> and <laughs> orders a McFly chocolate milk. <laughs> I would just have to laugh a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to get you laughing. I would get one of my bartenders to make him a beer shot, that way he forgot he was wearing that shirt. Oh, like what's, that. A, what's a beer shot? What's that? Oh, well, we do them all the time. We just take our mixed drafts or whatever we think is good on tap. The bartenders are really good about mixing up something of their own. And uh, mix it all together in one of those little glasses that you guys have, and you shoot yeah. it like a shot. Beer shots. Yeah, I've had them out there. I had one with a Tres Pasoles and Le Fendamon. That's good. And uh, it was 
That'll knock you out real quick. Oh, man. That's like, <laughs> it's like cough syrup. Anything yeah. special going on at World of Beer? This is World of Beer in Lake Mary, by in the Lake way. Lake Mary, and yep. T- we do have that free bourbon and beer school going on this weekend. I know Angel did bring up those Goose Island, the Bourbon County. Everyone watch out. We got a 2013 to 2014 coming out here pretty soon. So keep on the lookout Sweet. for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's we awesome. know what we're doing over Yeah. There. Right on. <laughs> and for the holidays, any, any specials? Anything for the holidays, I mean, a six-pack always makes a really good gift for Dad. Uh, we've got so you can buy a six-pack. Six-pack to go all day long. I, mean, I got a mix of six for my birthday. It was like the most awesome gift. Yeah, it really welcome. was. Little, and I think they cost like 15 bucks. They're yeah. really affordable. It yeah. depends on what kind of beer you get uh, once you get into them. But and, they can be really affordable. And a real guy, like a guy will appreciate that. Like well, you're six, welcome. Oh, yeah. It was, it was an awesome gift. Yeah. Or you can do gift cards. Bob's all about that. We're going to have some really cool uh, Christmas beers coming on. You know, the St. Bernardus Christmas, the Delirium Noel, all those good things that everyone looks out for. And we've got some awesome barley wines and stouts aging ready for you guys. I know you're going to hate this question, and this happens all the time. There was a beer that came, I had it last Christmas or a couple Christmases ago, and it had Santa Claus on the cover, on the label, mm-hmm. and it was like uh, Fat Bottom or, or I, I, I don't. It was a Red Dog, wasn't it? No, no absolutely not. Are you, are you, Holly Jolly, maybe? Is that it? Are you talking about New Jolly. Belgium's Consumption? No, because it had I, like had a drunk Santa on the label. Oh, drunk Santa! Yeah, mm. there's quite a few beers with a drunk. Damn Santa it! All right, I'll try to think of it. I'm All right, sorry. thank you so much, Stephanie. Once again, it's Stephanie World of Beer. You can text the word "world" to seven seven zero three one. It'll give you exact directions how to get to Stephanie's World of Beer. Yeah, I suggest when you go and see her, man, just tell her to make a choice for you. Yeah, yeah, try <laughs> something new. Yeah. Don't choose it for it's my me. My favorite thing ever. And don't tip give her no big, direction. like twenty bucks up front. She hates <laughs> yeah, that. Give her no. I mean, you really have to be so indecisive. There are so many choices, so I understand. So I get it. Pick me a good one. Uh, yeah, they, they but assume a good you, one, see, this is where uh, the people who are trained have a problem with that. A good one is something different to me than right. it is to him, right, than yeah. it is to you, than it is to anybody. Like so for you, what, is, so the what you should do a good one? is you should try to pick one that, where they make that, that broccoli face. When, I've yeah. gotten yeah. to that point. It'll yeah. happen. Yeah. Like with Every Carlos. I'm like, here you go. If Carlos comes in and orders a uh, Corona Light double yep. lime, uh, you automatically slide him uh, six ounces of antifreeze and just go ahead and get it over with. Can I get two limes? Yeah. Here's a cra- I'm wild. No lime. Oh, oh boy. You know that's what I do? Just, when that's I unheard party. of. You yeah. can't even serve that beer without a lime. I'm crazy like that. You know what I do when I party? What? I get a Diet Coke and I, I say, and add a splash of real Coke. On top. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well, that's man. the sugar. You'd be yeah. a diabetic. That's a little uh, wild man stuff. That's getting wild. <laughs> yeah, all right. Hey, Stephanie, thank you, you so much. Weekend. You too. We'll Appreciate see you next you. week. Uh, uh, we next week, this segment, you know, uh, Beer of the Week. The last, the last one of the year. We'll do for oh, the, you, the better, year. you better so step it up. You better bring it, it next week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You better get a party on. Don't yeah, we need some eights. You could ruin the year. Yeah, you could ruin the year. Or I could set it off on the right note for you. No pressure. There you go. No in between. Bubba Whoop Ass Wilson, where are you going to be? I'm going to be tonight. I'm going to be in Tavares at. Uh, the at Owl's Landing, uh, we, we, we were out at the sandbar, but we're going to be at La- Owl's Landing where it'll be a little warmer. And I'll uh, start at uh, 6 o'clock tonight. So come on out. Tavares right on Lake Doran. And tomorrow night will be at Ozone in Longwood. My first time in. Come out and support us, the band. It's a band this time. Hey, good job. A new Christmas song we ought to pull and have uh, for uh Yes, for, for I enjoyed uh, writing with uh, Carlos. And uh, Dirty Jim's going to be at the PGA Tour Superstore. He'll be there tomorrow from 8 till 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go check it out. There's like 1,500 square foot of putting green. There's like a arts, uh, the uh, state-of-the-art simulator that you can play. Yeah, There's all you, kinds of stuff to do. It's pretty much everything golf, plus it'll have great deals. We'll probably do some contests for surprise giveaways and stuff, but I'll be there from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. A lot of guys are asking on the texting service, so uh, we'll see you there tomorrow morning. McGraw, congratulations. You won all of our money. Woo, I never won before in my life. All Woo. right, you can see it on our website at monsters.fm if you want to see the terrible, bad 
uh, sweaters that we have, and then all the stuff that you heard uh, on today is on our website at monsters.fm. Download iHeartRadio and listen to the uh, the podcast if you get a chance on the Monsters channel. Uh, Carlos? Yeah, if you want to check out anything going on with me, you can check out my website. It's I am Carlos Navarro, N-A-V-A-R-R-O.com, and that especially for any type of photography, weddings, events, family, headshots. Hit us up, Photography by Navarro. Angel Boom, where are you going to be this weekend, buddy? Uh, hit me up Sunday. I'm going to be at Johnny's Other Side. We host the NFL Throwdown. We have all the games up there. Uh, it's going to be killer weather, great food, great drink specials. Come hang out. All right. Hey, thank you guys. Uh, you know, we appreciate you supporting Real Radio 104.1 and the Monsters all the time. Uh, you know, we couldn't do it without the listeners, so we appreciate you guys. Uh, stay tuned for the News Junkie, who's live out of Universal. Uh, stay tuned for the news, Junkie. And after that, it's the one and only Jim Phillips and the Phillips File. And then we're back next Monday to do our thing. From Dirty Jim, Angel, Bubba Whoopass, Wilson, and Carlos. And the leader of this mess, Mr. Rutz. Whole lot of kissmas to Rock Chris, uh, Rollins. Hey, thank you so much for listening. We ain't got to go home. We got to get our tennis flips and get the hell up out of here. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.